Hey, hi people. Today has been an amazing day for me. I happened to spend time with people I've never spent time with, friends and, and buddies, classmates, and, and just incredible people. I've never known actually most of their temperaments and personalities and just interacting with them and doing life with them today. It was it was amazing. And maybe most of the times as Christians, we tend to be partial in and selective in our friends. We we tend to let me not just use the word friends with the people we interact with rather. We tend to not go to people who seem different. We want people we can easily click with, someone we can sing worship songs together and live as if we do not know what Christ would do. Jesus Christ did this. Jesus Christ was God. He was holy. He had all the reasons he could and should not interact with people. He had all the reasons. He was holy. He was God himself in man, in human body. He was Christ, the son of God. Jesus Christ was, was blameless. He did not sin even at one point. But yet, he could go outside of his way to interact with people. The Bible says in Philippians that he did not consider himself equal to God, but instead humbled himself even to death, death on a cross. Jesus went that low so that he could, he could accommodate you and me. Jesus ate with the tax collectors, Zacchaeus. Jesus hanged out with his disciples were fishermen, actually. And almost everyone that followed Christ was not of that religious type like the Pharisees. All of them were people who were broken. And maybe that person you're not saying hi to, maybe that person you're not uh, greeting, maybe that person you, you don't talk to is an incredible person. Maybe God has set you right bef before them or around them so that you can reach out to them. Or even not reach out to them directly, so that you may be a light to them, so that they may see your work, how you do stuff, how you re, uh, how, how you relate with them, how you relate with other people, and admire something in you. I would charge you today: Would you consider Christ's way as a Christian? Would you consider what Christ would do? And go out there and reach out. Go out there and 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 make friends, make talk to people. You don't have to talk to. All believe. I'm not saying you go drink. I'm not saying you go do all that bad stuff that you may sound cool to non-believers. I'm saying, would you mind getting out of that comfort zone, that circle of friends, that clique of friends, and say hi to that person at your workplace that isn't Christian. Say hi to that classmate of yours that doesn't go to church, that drinks. Say hi to that person in your circles that that is so addicted to pornography and all those stuff. Say hi to that person, that neighbor of yours who seems st like struggling, whose family isn't working. Say hi to that person. Maybe you will be that light in it. Maybe you'll be that salt. He or she in it. You're the light of the world. A city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. You are the salt of the earth. And salt, if it loses its saltiness, is worth being trampled upon. Be that salt, be that light. 
be like Christ. Hey, welcome to the weekly alarms. This is incredible. Hey, it's been a while since I I was here. And Karibu Sana, this is the Mwanga Collective at the weekly alarms. And last week, unfortunately, didn't happen to share. But this week, I've just been prompted to share something. Yes, I've been, I've been uh, uh, sharing God's word in church from the book of Hosea. And it has been an, an incredible journey. The first Sunday was about I am Goma. We are like Goma, all of us in sin, in worship, in unfaithfulness. And the second Sunday was God's providence, God, God's providence in repentance and restoration. And last Sunday, it was we just trying to decipher God's love, his love for us. And amazingly, this coming Sunday, we'll be talking about it's love for the church. But I've been thinking about God's providence uh, for for us not to continue in sin. God's providence for us to continue in sin. And and one of the things that has so hit easily has hit me this week is what is our idea of sin? Uh, I think Many of us uh, think the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife is is like a movie. It is a script. Uh, many of us think it is mm, maybe maybe Joseph was was the last one. He wasn't used to this, and he was just scared and 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 adrenaline, and and he had to run and and. But for me, this week I've just been thinking through that, and I think. The story of Joseph isn't about adrenaline. It, is, it isn't about him. The story of Joseph is about something that Joseph had experienced. It experienced a love for God that could not be exceeded by anything else. Joseph had a relationship with God that was, that was authentic. Joseph knew God. Joseph knew the repercussions of sin. And sometimes we say we know the repercussions of sin, and maybe we don't. Sometimes we claim to to be strong, and maybe we are not. We only know when we are. We only know we are strong when life presents us with those opportunities that prove we are not. A good example is when you get that much money you've never had. Are you sure you won't fall into sin? And 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 I've just been thinking through that, and I think many Christians proclaim or say they are strong, or the work of sin within sin is perfect because they haven't met the temptations. They have not met the devil like Jesus did in the wilderness. They were not hungry and food was not there, and the devil presented an alternative, and it was a good alternative. I'm thinking today that I should charge you to ask God, to ask God to to provide sometimes those opportunities that may test your faith, because if your faith is not tested, it will not be refined. Faith needs to be tested. Our faith needs to be refined so that you may be like gold. Because tested faith 
is strong faith. Maybe you you think you're strong and maybe it's because you've not been tempted. Penaji today to ask God to not bring you temptation, but to ask him to give you the strength, to give you the strength to stand when temptation comes. That is the biggest prayer you can make, that God may give us the strength, the strength to stand when temptations present. Guys, temptations are not easy. Temptations are, are alluring. Temptations are sugar-coated. Temptations are present themselves as sweet things. Temptation comes in, in, in a colorful manner. Temptations are colorful. But should we consider temptations of a God, God that is all lovely? Think about it. If you're struggling with sin, Ask God for strength to help you through it. Amen.
amen 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 so i trust him so i trust him i simply trust him i simply trust him an amazing song by city light right here with us and then today just been thinking through isaiah chapter 40 isaiah chapter 40 and today's meditation will come from isaiah chapter 40 the bible says verse 18 to whom then will you liken god to whom then will you liken god or what likeness compare with him an idol a craftsman casts it and a gold overlays in its it with gold and a goldsmith overlays it with gold and casts for it silver chains he who is too impoverished for an offering chooses food that will not trot he seeks a skillful craftsman to set up an idol that will not move do you not know do you not hear have you not been told you from the beginning have you not understood from the foundations of the earth it is he who sits above the circle of the earth and inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in who brings princes to nothing and makes the rulers of the earth as emptiness scarcely are they planted scarcely down scarcely as their stem taken root in the earth, when he blows on them and they wither, and the tempest carries and carries them off like trouble. To whom then will you compare me? Then I should be like him, says the only one. Lift up your eyes and on eye and see who created this. He who brings out their host by number, calling them by name, by the greatness of his might. And because he is strong in power, no one, not one is missing. Not one is missing. It's an amazing portion of scripture. Just pointing us to the magnificence and the splendor of God. The magnificence and the splendor of God. And my desire today is just to us and to allow us to Christ that you may consider trusting him. I will trust my Savior Jesus that we will trust him with all our hearts knowing his, his greatness that he who opens the heavens like curtains. Verse 15 would say that behold the nations are like a drop from a bucket. Behold the nations are a drop that Kenya, that Africa, that that. America is a drop, is like a drop from a bucket, and are accounted as the dust on the scales. That to him we are a small, but he still loves us. But he still loves us. Oh, that we may find our trust in him completely. That we may enjoy him. That we may trust him. That we may love on him. How would such a big and a great and magnificent God still love on us? Love on us who we who are but dew, we who are but grass that with us by day. We who are but mist that is there right now and is not there in the next minute. But we will trust him. She will trust him. 
Verse 37 says, Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my right hand is discredited by my God. Have you not known? Have you not heard? That the Lord is everlasting, the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. That God does not faint, he does not grow weary. And his understanding is unsearchable. It gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. That if you have no even you have no strength, then run to God. Let us run to God, people. Let us run to God for strength. We who are weary, let us run to God. He will give us strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall feel, shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. This is only for those who wait for the Lord. Only those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The only prerequisite for us keeping on and moving on and, and moving on is only when we put our trust in God. Put our trust in God. Let us put our trust in God. That He will renew our strength. That Him, that He is a source of strength. And we can trust Him with our lives as well. I wish you a blessed week ahead, a blessed weekend, a spirit-filled week. May the Lord bless you, may he keep you, may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Amen.